This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Welcome to The Soul's Journey with Tom Jacobs. A fresh look at astrology shaped by channeled wisdom on the soul and its human journey. Enjoy inspirational insights on how to change karma and make changes for the better. And now, here's Tom. Hey everybody, welcome to The Soul's Journey. This is Tom Jacobs from tdjacobs.com and I've been off for a couple of weeks uh, traveling through another part of the U.S. visiting family and, and doing that kind of thing around the Thanksgiving holiday. And also while I was there, I was sick, so I intended to call in from uh, the road and do the show, but uh, my voice was, was really um, not up to par. You can kind of hear a little bit in my voice now. <clears throat> and uh, also, uh, I was sick. I was tired. I couldn't do it. So now we're back after a couple weeks off. And um, the show I have for you tonight reflects something that I've been uh, working with and working on for, a I don't know, seven, eight years, something like that. It's part of my own, uh, my own process, uh, but then also as I started thinking about certain things, uh, I would draw into my practice people who wanted to hear them or who were in a position they're ready to hear them. And this is all about... Uh, human sexuality, it's about how we are energetic beings, which you, you, if you've heard the show before, you've heard me talk about that probably a number of times. Um, <clears throat> but um, how we're energetic beings and how uh, sometimes we absorb energy from our past and that affects us in our present. And I want to talk about that in terms of the lower two chakras in particular, uh, the first and the second chakra, which... Um, the second chakra is thought of as this, this the chakra to do with sexuality and also creativity and relationships and how we navigate one-on-one relationships and how we take reflections from others. But the root chakra has a tremendous amount to do with our immune system, with our energy levels, with our overall health, and also <clears throat> different kinds of energies that can be um, stirred up or stored and absorbed from others in our family system in the root chakra can actually affect us sexually later. So I want to talk a little about that um, and talk about um, just how our, our, I guess the title of the show is a sexual energy anatomy. Like if we talk about anatomy, we're talking about, you know, physical structures of the body. We're talking about energy anatomy. We're talking about the, the energetic bodies or the etheric bodies that go with the body and that are affected by that. And, and there's a whole field called energy medicine. And medical intuitives work with this as well as people who are practitioners of energy medicine. So this is not unknown, but focusing on this corner of sexuality uh, within that within that broader uh, field of, of knowledge and experience is what we're going to do today. I want to give you a couple of announcements. Um, I, I did a, a video kind of on this topic, kind of. Uh, that I posted to YouTube uh, today. It's about 16 minutes long. You can go check that out. And it's the first in a series of videos uh, talking about this topic in different ways. What I'm going to tell you tonight is not all in the video, uh, but will be touched upon in certain places. This Tonight, uh, think of it as a kind of condensed overview of this whole series of videos I want to do or want to get really in-depth and, and talk about how these things work and how to heal things. And, and in those videos, to give uh, tools and tips and tricks uh, – so, you know, including uh, meditations and energetic consciousness tools uh, to work through some, some issues about sexuality and energies we store in those lower two chakras that can get in the way of, of our, our lives today and our ability to interact with others in, in various ways, but also our ability to give and also to receive, which is a huge function energetically and emotionally of sexuality. So, <clears throat> yeah, the announcements. Um, People this time of year love giving Soul's Journey sound bites, these 20-minute uh, MP3 readings or video readings. Um, if you get one for yourself during December, then you're eligible to get 20% off a consultation through January. So you'll have a few weeks after that. If you get a sound bite for another person, each of you is eligible for that discount. So, for example, I have some people ordering, you know, four and six sound bites for for their loved ones and friends and and um, everybody involved in that transaction is eligible for this and so that's a, that's a great deal to get the soundbite and find out 
uh, the overview of your soul's journey and how I look at charts, and then to also have the opportunity for savings on a uh, on a consultation. And that's uh, so that's the deal. Uh, during December, get a sound bite, and then everybody involved in the transaction except me uh, will be eligible for for the deal on the readings. Um, I also today I launched. Uh, a special effort, a special endeavor, uh, and it's a subscription service. And what I'm going to do is I have transiting Saturn conjunct my second house sun right now. So I'm being asked to structure things and get a little more concrete and be consistent about my second house, uh, my skills, my values, and all these things. So I'm offering this subscription service, which has um, uh, original content – and um, hold on, let me, let me just look up the page here so I can get you some details. But um, basically every month I'm going to do videos and MP3s and occasionally articles about that solar month. So major planetary ingresses, the, the trek of the sun through the sign it's in, uh, any retrogrades will be covered, and also lunations and major aspect patterns. Lunations, for those of you who, who might not know that word, uh, indicate things to do with the moon, specifically new moons and full moons and eclipses when they come up. Um, and that's going to be probably about 45 minutes of video and or audio every month. So that's original content and a 15 minute channeled MP3 every month based on one of those themes, one, you know, theme related to uh, the content for the month. Um, and also a monthly conference call where you can ask me questions about approaching a transit or about meditation or healing stuff or, ask what the Ascended Masters have to say about certain things. So that's very exciting. That's a monthly thing. Um, and if you sign up for a year, you get uh, one month free. I'm excited about that. And then also there are a bunch of perks, including tons of discounts on uh, on just about everything I offer. Um, 30% off a consultation, 10% off coaching, uh, 40% off the major channeling events, and 25% off the whole MP3 backlist which is kind of a big deal. Uh, <laughs> I told that to my girlfriend, and she said, I can't believe that's in there, uh, paraphrasing, um, and 25% off paperbacks. So it's, it's, quite, a lot of, um, it's quite, a, quite a lot of stuff. And so you can go to tdjacobs.com, and on the homepage, there's a button on the right-hand side that says subscription service. Click on that, and you'll get all the details, and you can sign up for that. It's launching when the sun enters Capricorn on December 21st. So I'm about ready to prepare the first set of materials and I'm really excited about it. I my Uranus in the first self used to cringe and or bulk and or run and hide from the idea of doing a monthly forecast. And and part of me would say, well I'm just not that kind of astrologer. I just can't do it. I can't, you know, sit still long enough to be consistent. But with the Saturn transit, I actually see the value in it the value in telling you, you know, a story over a period of years with these major transits and ingresses and patterns and, and lunations. And I'm really excited. One of the details that unlocked the whole thing for me in, in embracing it and really, you know, starting to wave a flag about it is to do video. So you're going to, you know, you're going to get a lot of video from me about this because uh, I'm really excited about that format. And of course, talking with my hands, because that's, you know, if you've seen any videos on YouTube, you know, that's, that's what, well, that's what I do. Okay, so um, I think those are <laughs> I think those are all the announcements. Um, yeah, and and I'm going to frame the show. Oh wait, I'm going to interrupt myself one more time. Uh, in the second half of the show, figure after about half past and about thirty mi- fifteen minutes, I'm going to take caller questions. It could be about anything. Uh, it could be about what I'm talking about, or it could be any question you have in your own life. The number, keep it handy: eight seven seven two three zero. 3062. Again, 877-230-3062. I want to frame this in terms of um, stuff, emotional stuff, coming up for review right now. Lots of people are having um, fears come up, and some people are having panic attacks. I, a couple people that I know and that also clients are telling me that. And it's kind of, you know, they're saying the same exact kind of thing. This thing came up and I felt like I was going to die, you know, and, and I'm working with them on it and working through it. And, and I've been there before when I've had different triggers in my own life. Um, but uh, I want to talk about fears coming up and how, how we can deal with some of these emotions and how some of these are related to sexuality. So I just want to say first that transiting Jupiter in Cancer is retrograde and coming back into a trine. It's in orb now, but it's not exact yet with transiting Saturn in Scorpio. 
And uh, right now Saturn's about 17, Scorpio and Jupiter's about 19, Cancer. And what that does is Jupiter and Cancer is going to make everything feel bigger, and it's trining the, the planet of you know limitation and hardship and, and reality check in, in Scorpio, which is a sign of digging under the surface. And when we're doing Scorpio well, we are surprised that our, our current behavior and attitude – is informed by this historical thing we didn't think really mattered. Like Scorpio is about finding, like putting pieces together kind of behind the veil, behind the curtains and in ways uh, or in on levels that are not always obvious about how things happen, deep psychological uh, motivation, how we're shaped by our experiences as emotional beings. So with Saturn and Scorpio, we're all digging through our, our histories regarding sexuality that's just part of the deal and with jupiter and cancer trining it trining his support it's not always nice and pleasant if what needs to become unearthed in scorpio by saturn is is tough so we're all having stuff coming up we're all having stuff coming up and the the um the the intensity of the emotion may feel uh overwhelming at times hence some people that I've been coming in contact with have, have, have reported having a panic attack or, or several. And um, uh, so things get very intense, but you know, we need to get grounded and need to work through, through some of these things. Some of this that's been coming to me, um, as far as fears coming up or deep, intense emotions that's been coming to me through clients is about sexuality. Um, and what I want to talk about with this idea of sexual energy anatomy is, um, you know, we have, I mean, basically we're going to talk about genitals for a few minutes and not in a, not in a smart aleck way, not in a way to, to be sensational or to get a, get a reaction, but to talk about what, when we interact with each other in certain ways, how these interactions can go and how we can consciously improve them. How we can consciously work on them. Um, one of the things to say, and I'm just gonna, gonna jump right in, and part of me might even blush a little because I realize I'm, you know, sort of talking to so many people on the radio about this, not just like one-on-one with somebody I know or somebody I'm working with. I don't think I've publicly talked about this stuff before, but it's, it's definitely a huge part of, um, of my process and my life. But, um, you know, as, as a man, uh, I have a penis. And see there, the eight-year-old's laughing inside. Anyway, so um, so what what this actually is like? We understand what this structure is, and we understand how the sexual process works. We understand how stimulus works. We understand how all these things happen, um, and we do understand that there you know there's certain things that are great energy releases when we orgasm, etc. Um, what we don't always understand is that that this part of a man is actually an antenna. It's actually a broadcast antenna and also a um, broadcast receiver, an antenna for receiving. So it's, a, it's an emitter for energy and emotion as well as a receptor. The person who's attached to the penis has the opportunity to become very, very conscious of how this works. So, um, so that, that, that's the first thing. The other, the other side is a, a woman Whose uh, you know physical body, uh, the 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 this part of her body is receptive and 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 energetically needs to open in order to receive some somebody inside her. And when we receive energies that we don't want, we stop being open. This is true of anybody, regardless of gender, regardless of orientation, regardless of anything. And what's actually happening now is that in, in everybody, men and women, it could be happening, but in lots of different people, it doesn't, it's not gender specific. Um, issues about our multi-life sexual experiences are coming up. Everybody has lives on the planet in patriarchal culture as women having patriarchal sex, meaning masculine energy that's not conscious, put inside them. Every single person running around has this. So let's say you're a man hearing this right now and you're saying, well, gosh, this show, uh, it sounds like it's about women. And it's actually not because you have lives as a woman and you are now through your sexuality as a man, again, regardless of gender or regardless of orientation, I mean, in this case, uh, trying to process and work through some energies that have been put into you. Dot, dot, dot. Stick with me. 
going to be right back on The Soul's Journey. My name is Tom Jacobs, and we're going to pick it up after this break. answers to help you navigate life the book jehudi speaks offers wisdom channeled from ascended master jehudi aka thoth saint germain and merlin on humanity's opportunities during these exciting times jehudi speaks provides what you need to know to grow and evolve on earth now a compilation of four channeled books jehudi speaks explores karmic relationships our relationships with animals loss and death of all kinds why the imbalance between masculine and feminine occurred and how to end it, and tools to evolve, including working with intuition and spirit guides, integrating past lives, and the truth about manifestation and abundance. Order Jehudi Speaks today through tdjacobs.com. The way you're wired is no accident. Your soul has divine intentions for this life. Understanding those intentions can bring greater peace and harmony to your world. A Soul's Journey soundbite from astrologer and channel Tom Jacobs is a 15-minute MP3 reading on your major life themes. Tom's unique approach to astrology sheds light on the big picture of you, your values, passions, fears, and family dynamics as divinely designed by your soul. Gift yourself and others with insight and understanding by ordering your Soul's Journey soundbite today at tdjacobs.com. Welcome back to The Soul's Journey. This is uh, Tom Jacobs from tdjacobs.com, and uh, we're talking, or I'm uh, soliloquying or monologuing today, um, about sexual energy anatomy, and um, talking about we're energetic beings, and we're all, in fact, processing in this life, because the veils have parted, because there's there are no more separations between uh, dimensions as far as our consciousness can access multiple lives and our emotional issues from this life and energetic stuck places in this life do reflect what's happening in many of our lives across your timeline. So we, in fact, in some ways are, are trying to process stuff that's not just ours, but also related to our, our soul's other lives across your timeline. Now, just pause for a moment and think about that. Because this is not, unless you listen to this show all the time or, or consume my books and MP3s and channeling stuff, it might not be something that you're you're used to hearing. But we're actually processing multi multiple lives worth of emotions. In, in many ways, each life is a microcosm of that soul's journey. So there are similar themes in each life, but some of the experiences attached to other people that are your soul's lives are bleeding through and you're experiencing them. One way I talk about this often is uh, in terms of fears, concerns, anxieties, whatever, that are completely uh, baseless given our biography, you know, being afraid of something we've never, not just that we've never experienced, but like com so completely ridiculously far off that we've never experienced. Like, like if I have a, you know, if I have a, a fear of heights, well, whatever, I've, I've, been on bridges and looked over and said, gosh, that's scary. But a different kind of thing, like, I am terrified sharks will tear me to pieces. You know, it's kind of like, what is, that has nothing to do with my life or my biography. So some stuff like that can be, um, can be from the past. And we're all dealing with these things. <clears throat> Focus of the show being on sexual issues, we have all been men in patriarchal culture, among other cultures, uh, for about the last 6,000 years in certain Western circles. Um, and we've all been women in patriarchal culture. And what I want to say is a little bit about this, and I want to point you to, if this appeals to you, uh, the, the channel book, Goddess, Past, Present, and Future, and the astrology mythology book, Lilith Healing the Wild, go into this from different angles. But what the patriarchy is, why it exists, and how you know we have been living with this, um, you know, it's a mindset, basically. It's a philosophy that emphasizes half of our energy field, masculine, while it attempts to diminish the other half of our energy field, which is feminine. 
as we look at our, ourselves and each other and we see two genders, it's very easy to draw this line and say, oh, well, let's emphasize this one in, and these people fit in this category. And then let's diminish this other one and those people fit in that category. So to us, it looks like, you know, uh, you know, millennia long crimes against the feminine and women. In reality, what it is, is it's a philosophical mind. I mean, this is, this is not inaccurate, but what's happening behind that, what, what it is at its foundation is, uh, a, a, phil- a philosophy that is geared towards control of the passing down of property and money possessions, which is to say power. That, that's all the patriarchy is. It's a way to try to get men to know without doubt which children are their children. <laughs> so because, you know, because the whole uh, conception dealio happens within the body of a woman, you have to then somehow control the women and shame, the, you know, this whole shaming process that takes place. So that's the whole point of the patriarchy. Uh, so that that so that that's what it is. Now, patriarchal sex. You'll hear me say this probably, you know, a number of times over the next few months because we're going to, you know, a the video series that's going up on YouTube uh, one by one is going to talk about that in detail. Uh, but also, we're going to have um, Venus retrograde and Mars retrograde uh, in short order. Uh, the Mars one in the, in the spring for a bit and the Venus one, I think it begins in December, uh, through January, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. And so these are going to have to do with attraction, desire, sexuality, boundaries, what we say yes and no to and why we say yes and no to what we say yes and no to. So you're going to hear me talk about patriarchal sex and, and deconditioning from it. And, um, uh, taken to its extreme, patriarchal sex is like, the mask, the like prevalent, uh, predominant uh, vision of pornography that's just absolutely absurd. Where there is a certain kind of, um, you know, the woman is always desirable, the man is always horny, and then there's this like whole thing about the disposition of the ejaculate, and it's kind of like this wrapped up nice little story about this process, and that's like what you know, taken to its extreme in a weird way, that's patriarchal sex. Um, man wants a woman, man takes a woman, you know, and then there's this juice and this stuff happens. Um, patriarchal sex is, is not sex between equals. Uh, if you're familiar with my work on Lilith, patriarchal sex never involves Lilith. <laughs> Lilith is kind of the target of, um, people who would like us to be having patriarchal sex, which the goal of it is to, um, create children. So think about some monotheistic religions that have this, you know, thing about, um, you know, not, not wasting, uh, seed, for example, that's a, that's a thing in, in a certain, in certain religions. Um, see now, now I'm just up on my rambling Sagittarius soapbox. And I think by now <laughs> Mercury has entered Sagittarius, which is where it is natally for me. So I feel completely at home on all these rambling tangents, but I'm, tr- I'm still trying to tell you the story, but you got to bear with me. Um, so patriarchal sex is not sex between equals. Patriarchal sex does not include space for, for each person to participate equally and to speak up and to for actually for perhaps even for each person to initiate or for each person to know that he or she has the right to opt out and to say, hey, maybe not now, maybe later. But what I want to get at is how we approach each other energetically and emotionally is what determines the kind of energies that we may carry and we put into each other. I, I can't count the number of instances when a client has said to me, man or woman, most often women, simply I think because um, because of this physiology of receiving energy, but also because most of my clients are women, seem to be open to you know healing and spirituality, new age ideas a little more uh, and, and more and higher numbers. Uh, but how many times I have intuitively stepped into someone's field with when I have permission in order to look at a block in one of the, the lower two chakras. And when I find it's the energy of somebody else that was put in there sexually, I cannot count the number of times, you know, over the last seven or eight years where I've found that 
to be true. And in, in my work, I help people, I can take that out and I can help you learn how to move it out. So call me for a session if any of this resonates with you because for you to be clear, for you to be free of, of, of energies that don't belong to you is absolutely critical for your health. Absolutely critical for you to make decisions for yourself and to feel good about trusting your intuition, trusting your instinct, having a positive relationship with your body on your own terms. And as I say this, those of you, again, familiar with my Lilith work know that that's where this is coming from. The Lilith thing actually was inspired by my my interest in healing sexual issues and helping people learn how to heal these things. So, you know, there is a portion of my work that's clearing out energies from the past, but I'm also working to teach people how to be more conscious about how they approach each other and how they, you know, receive each other. And uh, if... Um, you don't there's this whole thing about I, I'll just speak from my own experience but I also recently spoke with a client who who brought some of this stuff up in terms of her own relationship but but one of the things that, that I'm just going to bear it all here on the air one of the things that, that I experience I have um, Pluto, Venus, Mars, Uranus Ascendant, Pallas all in Libra and I have my son in Scorpio and um and so for me, intense emotion, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking to process that with another person. So I may actually approach my partner in what I consider a loving way, but if I'm carrying an energy that's heavy, if I'm carrying an energy of grief or frustration or sadness or, or you know, anything that's not automatically, obviously love, she's not going to open to me. And this is something that, that, that I didn't learn with previous partners, and there was always something weird they couldn't figure out how to tell me. And you know, my partner now is, is very spiritually sophisticated and very articulate and is the best communicator I've ever met, and she's been able to, to, to reflect this to me. You know, when you approach me with grief, I can't open to you. And so you know, there are people who are trying to process, this is the point, certain emotions through intimacy through connecting with another person partially to feel that he or she has support you know partially to feel you know to feel that um i i have somebody to lean on i have somebody that i can i can cry with i can scream with i can you know do this with i can be intimate with and move energy and sexual intimacy is an incredible way to move energy through accessing our emotional bodies and tying everything in our fields together um, you know, being in our bodies in a generous, kind, loving, you know, respectful way with each other. So there's nothing wrong, actually, with taking some of those emotions in to intimacy. But people who, men and or women, you know, men and women, uh, you know, so gender is not, a, is not an issue here and orientation is not an issue here. Anybody who has absorbed energies from others that they don't like I mean, the people they may love, but the energies they don't like. And maybe they don't know how to get rid of them. Maybe they don't know how to process them. We all have the ability to process them, but some of us are kind of clogged up. It's like, God bless everybody, but some of us are walking around with a lot of stuck stuck things happening in our, in our chakras. So in that case, you don't want to open to somebody else's, you know, somebody else's grief, frustration, anger, whatever it is. So there's this whole dynamic that we have to become more conscious of if we are not. Um, I don't want to assume that nobody gets this because I know people are running around out there who get it. But um, I would just want to put, I just want to put light, I want to put attention on being conscious when we approach each other. Um, and being aware of how that other person responds to how we approach them, and you know, it's a it's a it's a great opportunity to become disarmed regarding whatever feeling you're carrying. And uh, what I encourage people to do is, uh, and this is what I do myself, is you have to uh, create a mood through this gentle approach of each other, meaning I could be upset about something and maybe it would really make me feel comforted to be, you know, to be that emotionally and physically connected with my partner. And yet if I walk in the room with my frustration, I know that she's not going to want to open to me. And of course, what I want is for her to open to me. So I work on my mood and I find 
the place in my body where these emotions are. I may do some clearing work. I may, I may sit down and do the steps in the grounding meditation that I, that I hand out willy nilly. You can go to tdjacobs.com and on the homepage, I think on the right hand side, there's a link toward the bottom that says free 13 minute mp3. If you click on it, it'll start playing in the browser. So then you have to right click on the player and say save audio as or whatever. And then you can download this 13 minute thing, but to clear, you know, to open the heart, get grounded and clear out your field of stress and tension and, and things that, um, you know, that, that you don't need. So this is one major tool to put yourself in a place where you are loving, where you're actually heart open. You know, your fourth chakra is activated and you're in your body. You might find that frustration and tension when you do that leads to a deep sense of softness and a vulnerability that may actually make you uncomfortable. That's okay. Please be vulnerable. That's one of the lessons of Saturn and Scorpio trying uh, Jupiter retroing and Cancer. Uh, also in early Pisces, we have um, uh, Chiron uh, and Neptune. Neptune and, you know, what? two and a half degrees or whatever and Chiron about nine right now, um, you know, transiting through and this all about releasing and surrendering to whatever feels like it needs to happen. And if we're doing all this water correctly, all the things that stress us out lead to tears. And then us kind of laughing at how seriously we took whatever was stressing us out. So that's what happens when you do it well. So I want to offer you another tool that in those videos I'm going to um, – I'm going to work with more, and then it looks like we're going to take calls after this second break here in a couple minutes. Um, but one other tool that's part of that meditation, but I'm in, encouraging you to play with it and improvise. Um, one of the steps is, after getting grounded, is to to open you know, with cords to the earth. So open the fourth chakra, which is uh, the heart center and the center of your chest. And when you open it, you're going to find uh, – you're going to feel – find uh, stuff that you store there so you might not want you might not be comfortable opening it at first but i want you to stick with it and do this meditation twice daily in the morning before your day begins and then at the evening before you know after your routine's done before you go to bed do this meditation twice a day open the heart and at the end of it there i say something like um you know now that now that you're open this is a great place to um ask a question and get intuitive guidance or check in with your body and scan, see what's happening. What I want you to do is to continue on the last step of feeding the fourth chakra from inside. There's a cord of white light, but you can also make it a ball of white light. And I want you to generate this ball until you feel blissed out. And honestly, when you first do it, maybe it takes you know, 10 minutes to like really feed that, to intentionally work on opening this fourth chakra, this emotional center. But then it gets very easy. When I'm doing it with clients, um, it takes me a minute to get to the blissed out state of just, but I've been practicing this for about 10 years um, actively. It's kind of what my job is. Like my job is to, you know, generate love and hold emotional space for people. And that's actually what, what is healing. Uh, it's not even the words I use, but it's this, this holding space with this energy. So, um, it's a great tool to use and, you know, bliss, get to this place where you're blissed out and you're just, your head you wants to, to go back and just relax and just be open and then move that ball of loving energy down to your root chakra, another time down to your second chakra, but always start with the root, the first chakra located right around the anus. And if you're like sitting cross like on the floor, it's like, you know, very close to your anus where your tailbone is going to hit the floor and move it down there and burn off garbage that you may be carrying there. And this is, you know, to some of you, it might sound like one, it might sound great. To others of you, it might sound like kind of weird. But this, um, you know, when, we, when we work with the Ascended Master that I work with and the Archangel uh, Metatron, when they come through, they always want us to do this, to do this affirmation, I am the source of love. They want us to generate love because that is the source of healing. That is the source of love. We can each choose to be that way. So, um, so I'm challenging you and inviting you to play with this and, and generate a ball of light with your, with your heart using this 13 minute MP3 if you, if you need a support or, or a model. And then move that loving energy around within your body and, uh, work with it. You can also do, um, uh, all energies that cannot match this frequency must leave now. Something I learned from my channeling teacher years ago, uh, where you, after you generate that fourth chakra energy, you're, you're basically creating a positive field 
and then you use it as a reference point. Anything that can't match this, get out, and you send it down into the earth through cords. Okay, we're going to take the second break. Um, stick with me uh, on the soul's journey. I'll be right back. wired is no accident your soul has divine intentions for this life understanding those intentions can bring greater peace and harmony to your world a soul's journey soundbite from astrologer and channel tom jacobs is a 15 minute mp3 reading on your major life themes tom's unique approach to astrology sheds light on the big picture of you your values passions fears and family dynamics as divinely designed by your soul Gift yourself and others with insight and understanding by ordering your soul's journey soundbite today at tdjacobs.com. Looking for answers to help you navigate life? The book Jehudi Speaks offers wisdom channeled from Ascended Master Jehudi, a.k.a. Thoth, St. Germain, and Merlin on humanity's opportunities during these exciting times. Jehudi Speaks provides what you need to know to grow and evolve on Earth now. A compilation of four channeled books, Jehudi Speaks explores karmic relationships, our relationships with animals, loss and death of all kinds, why the imbalance between masculine and feminine occurred and how to end it, and tools to evolve, including working with intuition and spirit guides, integrating past lives, and the truth about manifestation and abundance. Order Jehudi Speaks today through tdjacobs.com. back to the soul's journey this is uh tom jacobs and uh, my recovering voice after a couple weeks of uh, not feeling that great uh welcome back to the show i'm talking about um different kinds of things about um you know sex stuff and stuff and junk and um let me give you the 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 number to call if you have questions about your chart whether it's related to the topic or the theme of today or not the number is 877-230- 3062. And if you're going to call in, don't wait until like five minutes till the hour because then I only have like a minute and a half with you and I don't know what to do with that. I want to give you some, some, some good juicy stuff that, that's in depth. So, uh, 877 230 Um, so playing with this ball of, of heart energy, um, when you get used to it, you realize that you are the source of love. So when we're talking about intimacy and building bridges with people in general, but also sexual intimacy, you are responsible for your mood. You are responsible for how you approach other people. And if you haven't developed any tools to put yourself in the right kind of loving space in order to approach somebody else in a good way, develop them. You can go to my site. It's a playground for these kinds of tools. I'm I'm always working on this kind of stuff because um, with my intense Libra emphasis, I'm very aware of how my behavior affects others, and I'm very aware of how others' behavior affects their others. So I'm always um, you know, really hyper-aware of, of how, how things work and how people are affected by each other. And again, that perspective that I mentioned of countless times – going into somebody's energy field and finding energy that was put into him or her sexually that the person doesn't want and can't use and feels stymied by or stifled by. It's quite a, quite a, quite a large number of times. Um, so I want to go, I want to go back to this idea of, um, the penis as an antenna and a, and a broadcast instrument. Essentially this exercise I just described to you about the fourth chakra and creating a ball of white light you can put this anywhere in your body. So men, you can put this anywhere in your body. Women, you can put it anywhere in your body as well. Uh, so when it, you know, if you are going to uh, put a part of you into another person, this will do it this way so it's not gender specific. You can 
develop this this heart energy. You can grow this ball of white light, open your heart, and then you can move that ball of energy to the to the part of your body you're going to share with another person. And I will tell you, it's magic. It's sex magic. It is crazy alchemical magic. And as I've done this with um, two different two different people that I've been with, because um, my partner previous to my current partner was the one where I played with all of this. Where um, at the time I was kind of a little bit hanging out with a tantra teacher that she introduced me to, who um, who kind of inspired inspired me to to play with things and to uh, withhold orgasm and to kind of like work with energy and and let that affect consciousness in a positive way, and um, and and just through my intuition and through my work with guides, I learned a lot of the things that he had learned through this you know tantra teacher certification program, and and he and he seemed to I mean he told me he had a lot of respect for. For how I how I did this, but I didn't, you know, have this formal education. I did take. He taught a breathing class every week. This was when I lived in um, when I lived in L.A. and I went to his house every Sunday for like an hour and a half or two hours. And it was part of a group of anywhere from five to like twenty people doing this these breathing techniques, all about managing energy, doing locks in different parts of the body, and doing different meditative things, and 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 learning how to feed the body energetically through generating loving energy in various ways and 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 rejuvenating energy in different ways, um, and I mean that's that's kind of for another that's kind of for another topic, but that you know six months changed my life, uh, but anyway at that time I was dating this woman a particular woman. Um, who had Pluto and Scorpio right on my son. So there was quite a lot of invitation to, you know, kind of get serious about, you know, really honest and truthful as well as serious and intense about, uh, you know, about sexuality. And and that was when I really, I, I felt for the first time, uh, yeah, I'm just burying my soul here. I felt for the first time that I was free and clear to be the kind of man that I had wanted to be. And, you know, we had a great chemistry and I was able to, uh, just be the kind of uh, partner and the kind of boyfriend, the kind of man that I wanted to be after feeling that I had been surrounded most of my life by models of masculinity and models of male sexuality that really didn't work for me. And so, uh, you know, so with that relationship, my self-assertion grew, you know, my relationship with my body deepened and opened and all these kinds of great things happened, including learning to work with these balls of energies and locks and, and learning to do this. And, and I, I did in fact do, um, quite a lot of sexual healing on that partner and she did uh sexual healing on me as well in return but but we had different issues and so you know we had different processes that we shared together um and exposed each other to and um yeah she was actually the i guess the first person where i found stuff in her field that had been put there in other lives which that was kind of crazy to know that this um anger energy had that that was stored in her lower chakras was actually sourced in another part of the timeline because when I looked at the person to whom this belonged it wasn't her but it's bleeding or leaking across the timeline through her emotional body and again again we all have this um, and 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 for all the people who have had unhappy energy put in them through sexual sexual intercourse of various kinds um we we also have people who have offered that energy and i want to always be really clear because when i talk about oh somebody's you know somebody maybe wasn't aware or was taking something out on somebody or maybe wasn't maybe this wasn't a loving interaction i don't vilify anybody I really look at everybody on both sides of all of these dynamics as exploring the right way to use sexual energy. Ultimately, we become conscious and intentional and we approach each other in the ways that that make each other open up and celebrate being together instead of having some kind of, you know, perhaps a power struggle or something about intimacy or sexuality. Um, but along the way, we're all learning. And um, there's actually a section in um, uh, the Goddess Past, Present, and Future book that I channeled from Ascended Master Jehudi a couple years ago. There's a section in there about uh, about this, about how everybody who receives sexual violence or any kind of un- untoward or unhappy energy regarding sex or sexuality um, is co-responsible with anybody who puts that 
in the person who, you know, anybody who receives is just as responsible as somebody who gives. And it's not about blaming anybody, but about understanding that we as a species are trying to figure out, you know, what the expletive to do with each other and, you know, how to connect. And then there's this whole thing. Okay, now, now we're getting into tangential. Obviously, nobody's calling, so that's cool. We'll do it another week. Um, but then there's this whole thing about trying to connect with the goddess. Women need to know that they're the goddess. They are, you know, an incarnation, a manifestation of the goddess. And there's a there's a kind of um, celebratory worship energy that can come out when uh, a woman's partner, whether a man or a woman, is really focused on opening that that woman to to joy and to happiness and to you know togetherness and connection, but openness. But the, one of the whole things about patriarchal sex that has resulted is we have. Um, we have vilified Lilith, who was the natural feminine, who was the raw, um, instinctive woman. For, kind of forget the raw word for a minute. Just say the instinctive, embodied woman who trusts her instinct, who is in her body, who is sensual but also is connected to nature and its cycles, including her own body, is not afraid of what the body does, is not afraid of intensity and intense emotion. So we've made her evil and shoved her off into like – professional wrestling and porn and roller derby. That's kind of where we let Lilith live. And then we've created this plasticized Barbie doll-like thing called Eve. And then we've said, oh, every woman except the women that we need to go do the porn thing and the roller derby and the wrestling thing. <laughs> Sorry, I'm making myself laugh a little. Um, but you know, then we've said, oh, well, every other woman needs to be Eve, and that's the one who like makes the PB&J sandwiches for the kids and like you know, births all the kids and takes care of the house and does this kind of like housewifey thing that, that you know, is not as prevalent today in 2013, but through 6,000 years of patriarchal history, it has been the model of choice, you know, the man's idea of what a woman should be. And this is all explained in the Lilith book in, in detail as well, if you're interested. But um, uh, yeah, because I'm, I'm very aware of how much time – I have left here for a few minutes, but, uh, and, you know, Mercury and Sagittarius, tangent town, here we go. Um, anyway, so, um, so we made Lilith wrong, we made the real woman wrong, and then we uh, fabricated, you know, like in a factory making plastic dolls, uh, this notion of what a woman should be like, this Eve, and then we've, you know, you're supposed, you know, all the men are supposed to marry Eve, Supposed to bring home Eve to their parents, you know, the acceptable woman who will do what she's told and who's basically pretty bland, you know, pretty milk toasty. Um, and so what we've done is we've distanced ourselves from a connection to the natural wild as it exists naturally within women. So why is pornography, uh, you know, you know, 500 million, thousand billion, jillion, billion dollar industry on this planet. This is why. Because we need raw sexuality. We need instinctive animal interactions with each other. We need women to be open and we need, you know, we need this. Men need this. But there are these corners. It's not acceptable because what happens with that, not within porn, but what happens with that, if a woman is truly in touch with her sexual nature, she will not submit to being controlled. And then the patriarchy, this whole system, remember, you know, harking back to an earlier point, that it exists to ensure that a man is in control of, his, of a woman's sexuality or that some man somewhere is in control of each woman's sexuality, then the patriarchal system would collapse and this whole philosophy thing that we've been living for 6,000 years would be in, in ruins. You know, it's happening. <laughs> it's happening, you know, person by person, you know, uh, tradition by tradition, you know, religion by religion falling out of the hearts of particular individuals here and there, these traditions and expectations. It's happening. It's ending. Um, but we then have to clear out the energies that we've that we've held in our bodies. So that that kind of brings me back to where I started with with holding holding energies. I will say that this um, this uh, anatomical antenna that men have, and also uh, any you know any part of your any part of you you can um, you can appoint to this hands fingers whatever you um, you can create that to be an antenna. You can create it to to share loving energy 
to model a ball of white light that is loving and kind and generous and good, and you can share that with yourself and others. You can you can do that, and I and this is what I really want to get to with this series of videos that's planned um, to teach you the techniques and tools that I've learned uh, variously, including from guides and from um, you know doing channeling on Lilith and how all this works and and how to clear stuff out of people's bodies. Um, these techniques and, and tips and tricks that have to do with clearing you out by raising your vibration by having you um, by having you um, you know get rid of, of, of what you can't use and um, getting into a loving vibration, seeding that and holding that. And I'll also say that all the negativity that we might carry, can be alleviated, changed, can be can be melted through love. Not like thinking a happy thought, you know, not like wishing for the best or hoping something gets better, but by actively generating fourth chakra energy and directing it to places in our body to emotionally heal ourselves. Okay, so that's the show. Thanks for listening. I want to tell you, if you like the show... Go to tdjacobs.com forward slash soul, S-O-U-L, dot H-T-M-L, and consider making a donation to support the show. Everything's appreciated and uh, really helps keep the show on the air. The show does cost, and I do uh, put a lot of thought and effort and energy into this uh, show that becomes a podcast. And, and so, um, so I invite you to do that. And also check out the new subscription service, uh, which is going to launch on uh, December 21st with the Sun Interest Capricorn. I'm really excited about, about all the original content, and I get to – to, um, to, to offer outside the context of the show, I get to offer a really in-depth approach to all things astrological every month. And you're going you're gonna to benefit from that and understand how to use the energies that are in play in a conscious, intentional, proactive way that, you know, frankly, everything I do points us toward the Aquarian age. You know, so you'll be able to, um, to evolve through all these things that I'm going to be producing, and I'm terribly excited about it. So go to tdjacobs.com and read all about that. Thank you for joining me, and uh, you know, feel free to, if you're listening and haven't uh, subscribed to the podcast, go ahead and subscribe through iTunes. And if you like it, uh, rate it in iTunes. That helps me a lot. Thanks a lot. This is Tom Jacobs from tdjacobs.com, and I'll talk at you next week. You've been listening to The Soul's Journey with Tom Jacobs. A fresh look at astrology and soul, inspired by channeled wisdom. For more information, tune in every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Pacific. Connect with Tom directly via www.tdjacobs.com. That's tdjacobs.com.